What's good, everybody? My name is Swag Davenport, a.k.a. Chef Ken. And I'm Six Star Yee and you are now tuned in to the Treehouse Podcast. Hey! How y'all doing out there today, man? How you doing, man? How was your week, man? I'm doing fantastic, bro. I'm back. I'm here, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm still here on Earth. Hey, can't get no better than that, man. You know? 2021, you feel me? So a lot of people didn't make it to 2021, and we still here, man, so... We still here, we man. We're some big things. We working on our goals. We manifesting. So I'm doing great, bro. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Speaking of goals, um, I think we need to talk to the people about the importance of setting goals, man. Right. Okay. Um, first of all, when you when you set that goal, you know, not only just think about it, manifest it, but you you write it down. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. And it helps you maintain focus on that goal. Right. You look at that every day. And then you you guide your steps into reaching that goal. You don't you don't waste time. You don't bullshit because you're focused. Everything you're doing is about attaining that goal. Correct. Yeah. Very important to write your stuff down when you uh, working on something. You know, I know for me, I'm I'm a real forgetful guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I forget sometimes, and uh, sometimes just just seeing it um, really just resparks that back. And hey, man, I gotta get this done. You know, it really helped me out. But also too, I think I think it's you gotta really be serious about something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you can't. People think you could just manifest something just because you're thinking about it. Like you gotta you gotta be in that high vibration, man. You gotta yeah. you gotta put in that work. You know what I mean? It's all about that work that nobody sees, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, everybody sees the finished result, and uh, they don't see the work that it takes to get there. Mm-hmm. But uh, put in that deep work, man. That's what it's all about. If you got a big goal that you're striving for. You know, it's going to take time. It may seem impossible, but it's not. It's not. If you focus and you buckle down, I guarantee you'll get there, bro. I remember when I called you, me and you was having a conversation before I upgraded the studio, and I was telling you how, like, every day, bro, I'm just writing this shit down, what I want, how I want the studio to look, certain equipment I wanted. And I told you how... I'm talking to myself and I'm telling myself how I'm going to set these things up. And I, I felt like I was crazy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he was like, nah, bro, like, that's how you got to go about it, you know what I'm saying? And now here we are Every in one that of them same goals studio, you, you know what I'm saying? Every like, one of them little things you wrote down, you was able to get a copy, Every last right? one of them. Yeah. Every last one of them, bro. Yeah. It's not a thing that I put on that list for the studio that I didn't get, bro. Right. Real talk. Right. Yeah. I know for me personally... uh, I had to make a decision for myself, right? Just like a lot of other people, I be on YouTube a lot, right? And it's not necessarily for, I'm not going to say it's not for the right reasons, but it's more for entertainment purposes. Mm -hmm. You know, watching uh, blogs or, you know, some basketball shit. But, yo, you can't can't go far like that. If you're really trying to do something with yourself, you really got to make the choice to choose you know, self-education, <laughs> self-development over entertainment. Fun. Because at the end of the day, entertainment is a waste of time. Mm-hmm. You know? Now, I can see if you didn't did your whole day of work, you didn't did what you had to do, now you're kicking back, that's your vice, that's how you relax, that's different. Yeah. But if you got goals you're trying to set, and you sitting around, you watching DJ Academics, you watching whatever... You feel yeah. me? World star, shade room. I'm pretty sure if you got those goals, they're not completing themselves. Go on Google. Go on YouTube. That's why I call it YouTube University, bro. Facts. Anything you can find how to do on there. Editing videos. Facts. All that. 
Yo, that's how I learned how to edit videos from YouTube. We are not in the day where, oh, I don't know how to do something is acceptable anymore. Yeah. You can literally find it out. Everybody has a fucking phone, man. You can put it up on your phone. Will you take the time to watch that video? Will Correct. you take the time to read that article and learn what you're missing? Right. Make yourself better. Yeah. It's all about being better in 2021, man. We're in the age of information, man. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no reason not to know something. And, and another thing, too, I think it's really important to keep those positive influences around you, bro. Yeah. Like, people who, who got the tendency to say can't, they can't do this, or, you know, they not this, they not that. You don't, you don't need to be around that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to... Yeah. Yo, you got to stay positive, man. You need optimistic people around you, man. Yes. Yeah. It's very important. You can't manifest anything big with, with, you know, those negative shadows hanging over your head. Like, yeah. You know, so that's, that's super important. But for me personally, you know, I'm a guy who, who had my faults. I had to choose self-development over entertainment, bro. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? That's, that's what really took me to a different place, and that's the journey I'm on in 2021. It's easy to get caught up in entertainment, though, you know? Easy. We sit down a lot of times and, oh, we get bored. First thing we want to do when we get bored is we want to laugh, we want to smile, we want right. to read something interesting, you know what I'm saying? Right. Read something that's going to better yourself. Yo, I be on YouTube. It could be anything. They got this dude who make coffee yeah. on YouTube. Sometimes I'll just be stuck sitting there for 10 minutes watching this nigga making some lattes, bro. Damn, bro. I swear. Is he putting the leaf in that bitch at least or Man, something? Yeah, bro? he doing yeah. different designs. He, he creating unicorns with that bitch, yeah. all type of shit. And I'm like, damn. Yeah. I just started drinking coffee, so I'm like, shit, man. I'm the type of nigga, I feel like I could do anything. So yeah. when I'm looking at I'm low-key looking at like, man, what's the tips? What's the tricks? Like, how is he doing this? Like, can I do this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, You know you know what's one of the things that I admire about you, bro? Because it reminds me a lot of me. See how you just said you, you you feel like you're one of the people who can do anything? Mm -hmm. One of the things I noticed, too, if it's something that you can't do, mm -hmm. you're willing to find out how yes, to do it. Absolutely. You're willing to put the work in and the research to be able to do it. Absolutely. And I admire that about you. Appreciate that, yes, man. Sir. Thank yes, you, bro. Sir. Thank you. Because I, I feel like that's super important. You should never... Okay, you could be with the smartest, most intelligent person in the world, right? Mm -hmm. But you should never just take their word for shit. Mm -hmm. Like, if they tell you something, and it, it should only intrigue you more to where you do your own research yeah. and then when you go back to that person you could actually you could bring it back up you, you know and they'll a nice know that conversation about it yeah they'll know that they not just running their mouth or yeah. you know usually those conversations are the ones that people can't have with everybody so you know the people that i could truly open up with i appreciate that yes sir yeah man for sure so man look something i had to do this week man one of my Least favorite things to do, mm -hmm. go to the DMV. Yeah? Yeah, man. Tragic. Tragic. How'd that turn off for you? Um, I mean, as usual, it was a waste of time, but <laughs> I had to get the shit, you know? Like, I needed to go and renew my, my license plate tags, man. So, I left from Walmart, you know, the DMV is right across the street. I'm thinking, okay, there's not many people there. I'm going to go slide in and out real quick. Wow. I get there, I couldn't go in because I didn't make an appointment. So I was like, mm. okay. And I mean, I'm assuming this is something for COVID, which I understand. Yeah, there got to be some new rules. <clears throat> I understand, but I would have just like some type of notice. Like, I didn't even see it until you walk to the door and there's a little eight by eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper posted telling right, you. Right, right. So I had to make an appointment, go back the next day. My appointment goes 
like this, right? I arrived there at about 11.40. My appointment was at 11.50. They took me in very swiftly. I sat down at the desk only for the lady to tell me I had a flag on my license. Ooh. And I couldn't take care of the issue that I needed to take care of. So she had to give me the number to a DMV in Baton Rouge. And I had to call them and pay them to clear the flag and then reschedule my appointment to go back to the DMV mm. to clear the original issue I had in the first place. Jesus and Christ. I just felt like that's a lot of fucking running around. Sound bro. like you're jumping through a lot of hoops. Yeah, right? man. To renew my license plate tag, like, are you serious? It cost me $83 for one of my vehicles and $38 for another one of my vehicles to renew my tags. Mm. To get a sticker that's going to say December 2022 on it. <laughs> like, seriously, bro, like... Yeah. I just feel like it's a rip-off, it's a waste of time, and it's just a constant way to reach into somebody's pocket and get money if they own a vehicle. Yes. I agree totally, man. I feel like I feel like I feel like that with a lot of stuff, man. The last ticket that I had to go pay, you know, it was one fifty. And I forget what it was for. Was it for reckless operation? It was some bullshit. It wasn't reckless operation. It was something, bro. I what did I have to go to court for? I don't remember. But it was 150 right? Mm -hmm. And I paid it. They gave me the receipt. And the actual thing they gave me a ticket for was actually just like $23. But wow. it was so many other fees. Like the district attorney fee was like $50. Wow. Or like the state fee. It was like a million other fees, bro. That's so crazy. I'm like, wow, like this is really like a scam. That's crazy. Yeah. And then I had a, I had a dude that was in the elevator with me. And he was just going crazy. Like he, I guess... He had the same situation where he was looking at all the charges and shit. And like, bro, like, man, this is the biggest scam known to mankind. Yeah. I remember yeah. I had to, matter of fact, this wasn't reckless operation. I had one for reckless operation, right? I wasn't driving reckless, though. They some bitches, right? Had to go to court, mandatory, right? I was the last person to get called. So I had to stay there the whole day, wait for everybody to get called. After that, they threw my court, they threw my case out. But I had to pay court costs mm. or some shit. So they threw it out, mm. but I still had to pay like 150 Damn. Bro, that's stupid. Damn. Yo, that's a scam. Yeah, man. All this shit is a scam, man. <coughs> oh, God, this shit is a fucking scam. You know what else I feel like is a scam? Hmm. Insurance, bro. Mm. Don't get me wrong, I understand, you know, I need to have some type of coverage if I damage my vehicle that I may not have finished paying for or if I damage someone else's vehicle, right? right? But okay. I pay y'all X amount of dollars a month to be covered yeah. in case I get into an accident. But the minute I do get into an accident, that rate goes up. Yeah, yeah. You know, the money that I've... I might have gave y'all $10,000 a month over the course of three years for y'all to pay for a $900 accident and then my premium is going to go up. You know what I'm saying? What happened to the other $9,100 y'all done got from me? <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah, like, yeah. Scams, bro. Just straight rip off. I feel like school is a scam too, bro. I ain't gonna yeah. Uh, college, yeah. to a certain extent, it's a fucking scam, bro. It is. You're taught to go to college. Like you're just taught to go. Yeah. No matter what it is you want to do, they tell you you gotta go to college to be able to do it. And here's a quote from Elon Musk. And if y'all don't know who Elon Musk is, he's the owner of Tesla. And that man said. He didn't go to Harvard, but a bunch of people that work for him does, or did, rather. Spoke that's volumes a, to me. That's a good point. Spoke volumes to me. You know, if you're trying to own the business, you ain't got to go to college for that. You just got to go to college if you want to work for the business. That's real. There you go. 
Come on, man. Yo, I I just I feel like you know much power to you if you got that big education, but uh, that don't put you ahead of nobody else clearly. And uh, you gotta know how to get a job when you get out of college too, man. Yeah. It ain't just cause you got a degree. Like you gotta yeah. know how to build your resume. You gotta know how to talk to people. Yeah. If not, you're just gonna be a motherfucker with a degree. And let me tell y'all something. <coughs> when you got that degree and you applying for that job. And you put that, you state that you had that degree, nine times out of ten, they're not going to ask you to see it. They're not. Now do what you want with that information. Just letting you know. You know what I'm saying? Just letting you know. So, yeah, man. Just, you know, it's more about what's up, what's up in your brain. You know, it ain't about a college program. Sure, I think college is more better for, like, meeting new people. You know what I'm saying? Just beginning your adulthood. Shit like that, finding like like minded individuals like you. But besides that, <coughs> you know, everybody different though. Hey bro, I went to college. Um, if y'all know me, y'all know I'm probably like this shy person. I don't really talk to people. I'm not really open life of the party type nigga. So college wasn't wasn't the best of experience for me because it's like, okay, here is all of these new people and I just felt uncomfortable being around them. I didn't want to talk to people. I, other than, the, I played basketball, so other than the people who I was forced to be in an apartment complex with, I didn't really talk much to nobody. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know. That's just that's just me, bro. It takes, it takes a period of warming up. You know what I'm saying? And but I'm pretty sure for some people, college may have been a great experience. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some people I know was shy as fuck, and they went to college, and they a whole new person. Now. Yeah, they just found themselves. Yeah, and that's what it is. They not they didn't create a whole new person. They just more comfortable with being themselves. You know what I mean? They might have seen other people that's like them or met, met some people that accepts them for who they are, and they never had that before. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the most powerful thing about college. It's yeah. not necessarily the education that you get is the relationships that you build uh while you're going through it yeah you know yeah. and the bitches that you fuck because if you're in college and you ain't you know it's hey, tough have fun if you're in college man you know yeah, it's man. the prime of your life you know okay. enjoy it enjoy it yes sir um i feel like i feel like my parents man they did a good job of keeping me away from negative things you know, allowing me to be in basketball pretty much all of my childhood, and ultimately, ultimately, that's what led to me going to college. Although I didn't finish, I'm a college dropout like Kanye. Oh, but wrong with that. it gave me the opportunity, man. And I don't know. I felt like maybe I might have been a little sheltered. You know, maybe because of the sins of my siblings maybe i wasn't allowed to do Mm. certain things but one thing my parents did teach me bro was how to make good choices how to make good decisions so when i was faced with certain situations i knew how to i knew how to move and i knew how to handle them right yeah that's real shit yeah and i think that's that's ultimately the most important thing you can teach your children is how to make proper decisions not not rushing, taking your time, weighing out all the all the options, the good, the bad, yeah. you know, the rewards, the consequences. Being able to think for yourself. Yeah. You the know. to me, the most key part about making a good decision is not 
the good aspect that's gonna come from it, but can you live with the bad aspects mm. that's gonna? And if you can say honestly, say, man, I'm good with whatever turns out for me, you've made a good decision. Facts. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with that. I know, man. I know when I was a, when I was younger, like my people, they they actually seen it in some of the people that I was hanging with that they wasn't good for me mm-hmm. and shit like that. And I was like, man, how how the fuck they know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They don't be they ain't, they not me. They don't. Yeah. Be with me on a daily basis, yeah. but nine times out of ten, bro, that was always right. Yeah, you that know? wisdom, that age came wisdom, man. Yeah, bro. You know, we're going to face those same struggles when we grow up. Oh, yeah. Not when we grow up, but when our kids grow up, right. you feel me? And we're we're our parents' age, and now we're trying to tell our kids, hey, that, that, that boy right out, that girl right out, you know, yeah. that, and it ain't for you. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. What was what's some ways you think that we'll be able to reach our kids in ways that our parents weren't able to reach us? Hmm, good question, bro. Um, I think just really making sure that we can, they can open up to us, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're not never going to be able to talk to your parents about everything, but I know I, my parents was a lot older. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I had more of a traditional upbringing. Now it's a little bit different. Like parents are a lot younger and shit like that. Yeah. I just want to, number one, I like to hold my kids accountable. And when I tell you to do something, like, do it. I ain't going to beat your ass, but, like, yeah. you know, yeah, do it. When I tell you to do something, do it. And and just keeping it real with them, bro, you know, and letting them, building up that trust to where they're comfortable enough to open up to me. Yeah. Uh, because, man, I, just, I wouldn't want them to have to open up to nobody else. Yeah. I feel like with our parents, though, it was such a a time gap. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, definitely. they weren't they weren't into the things that we were into. You know what I'm saying? Nine right. times out of ten, you're chilling with your kids. It's going to probably be a point where everybody in the room is just on their phone or their yeah. smart dude. You know what I'm saying? So right. we kind of more close to, to the things that they like to do and vice versa. So I don't feel like it's going to be a problem with kids opening up like me and my daughter for one man my daughter hop in the car my daughter won't listen to mo three when we go somewhere you know what i'm saying and to me that's just that's from bonding you know what i'm saying yeah, like yeah. that's just from bonding like so i'm 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 trying to make it to where there's that how can i put it that friendship level Mm-hmm. Right? right, but you also know who the boss is. Correct. You know what I'm saying. You also know what Daddy says goes. Right. It's not no talking back. You know, like we we respect each other. We don't. My daughter sit up there and listen to all the rap music in the world, but she will not say none of the curse words and none of the songs. Yeah, whether I'm there or not, and she that's that's respect. That's, that's rules. That's discipline. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. man. I. You know, man, it's just opening up that door, making sure they can they can open up about shit. Yeah. You know, not feel, feel ashamed about it. Feel comfortable. Yeah, man. I'm pretty sure we all had times where it was some shit we just felt like we couldn't go talk to our parents of about. Of course. And they probably would have been the best person to go talk to it about. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But like you say, man, we're a lot younger than our parents were in this situation. Um, I really just try to you know, remain as as open as possible, man. Yeah. You never know what what could happen. Look at D Wade, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Children, children have influences from so many different sources. It's hard for you to control them all, but if you 
if you have that bond with your child and you'll be able to always know like what's what's going on, how they're thinking, how they're feeling. Right. You know? Yes. Um it's a lot of kids out there, man, they get bullied. You know, kids kids for one are just naturally mean, you know, a little kid will tell you in a minute your breath stink. You know what I'm saying? They're not gonna sugarcoat they it. Just they, being honest. They, yeah, they go just but when they go in there around other kids, maybe less fortunate kids, kids who don't have the same clothing as right, them right. or the same shoes as them or their parents not pulling up in the same car as your parents, and they might take that and, and make fun of that. Yeah. You know? Sure. And And you never know what your child is going through because nobody wants to admit to being sad. Nobody wants to admit to being depressed. People want to seem happy, you know? Like, people want to bring positive energy, man. But when you're talking to somebody, if I sit up there and I ask you, how you doing? I really want to know how you're doing. If you fucked up, tell me you fucked up. Maybe I could fix it. Maybe I could help you keep from going off the deep end today. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? Like, yeah, man. Right, yeah. You know, so I think if you if you stay engaged and you stay close, that'll help them feel comfortable enough to wanna, man. Let me go talk to my dad about this. Or, yeah, you know? man. Just make sure that you you have a safe place for your mm-hmm. kid, man. Mm-hmm. Don't have it to where they fucking can't. Now, I mean, every situation is different. You know what I mean? Like the D Wade situation, I I wouldn't want to be in that situation, but at the same time, I. I wouldn't disown my kid. You can't. You know, because... You can't. But, but, you know, like, I don't know, man. I just feel like that... That's just a wild situation, though. You know, could that come from his, his upbringing? Or was it... You know? At the end of the day, they still a human being. You still gotta love them. You know? But yeah, that's tough. I just think, man, give your kids a safe place, man. You know what I mean? They're not adults. Don't treat them like adults. Don't treat them like your friend. You could be friends with them, but don't treat them like your friend. Yeah, let them make know sure you're who's... holding them accountable. Yeah, because if you're not holding them accountable, they never gonna listen. Yeah, and not listening, you gonna end up in a bad situation. Yeah, you know. And if you love your kids, you—that's a nightmare for you. Yeah, you know what I mean. But you know what's something I want to work on in, in 2021? What's that? Being more selfish. <clears throat> oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. In what sense? In every sense. Um, I feel like a lot of the times, bro, like I help somebody, right? Even knowing that that person wouldn't do the same for me. Mm-hmm. But I'd, I'd help them. Right. And I feel like until I get to where I want to be in life, mm-hmm. the only person I need to be concerned with helping is me. I get that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I seen I seen this 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 quote a while back, man, about uh not giving away bricks until you built your own house. Correct. You know what I'm saying? I was just thinking about that. Yeah. You you ain't built let's say you building your house, right? You building your house. You're building a brick house. Okay? You got all these people around you that you love and respect and you wanna help them. You're giving away all your bricks. Now, when it comes time to build your house, you ain't got enough bricks. You ain't got nothing, though. And then when you go to them same people, guess what? They ain't really got nothing for you. You know what I mean? That's tough. That's why you build your house first, and then you can start branching out and helping people. Mm -hmm. But until you build your house and you have your shit ready to go, yo, you should really just tread lightly. 
Yeah. That's just like letting somebody borrow some money when you don't got it like that. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to just be hounding somebody for your money back. No. You know what I'm saying? You want your money back. I'm not saying you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you don't want to just be that person that's just out there hounding somebody for $60. Yeah. In in a sense, I feel you, right? You don't want to be that person. But you shouldn't have to be that person either because you it's know true. if you if you borrow $60 and you... I'm the type of person, dog, when I give somebody money, mm-hmm. I give it with the intentions of never giving it back. You may right. have asked to borrow, but I'm giving this to you. Right. I'm not telling you that. If you give it back, you give it back, whatever. Right. But I'm not going to have no ill will towards you because I know how I felt when I gave it to you. Right, right. If I can't do that, then I'm, I ain't got it, bro. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Correct. Like, That's real. Yeah. That's real. I'm just yeah. saying, like, some people, they fall out over, like, little shit like that. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's crazy, bro. Like, you just said, bro, like, I just have one of my old classmates out, you know what I'm saying? And, um, I, I ain't even talked to the nigga in, like, a decade, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't even got it like that. You know what I'm saying? But it's just out the kindness of my heart, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Let me, let me ask you something. Did they ask you for something? Of course. Did they ask you? Yeah. When they asked you, did you feel obligated? Did you feel like, man, now this is my problem also? Mm, not really. Yeah. I, I just, I felt like he ain't really the type of nigga that like be bullshitting like that. Yeah. I never known him to be. Yeah. And it been, it been like 10 years. I ain't talked to this dude since high school. Um, And I know he, he ain't no bumming ass nigga. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I know people fall on hard times, bro. Sure, I can't I can't give you this, but I give you this. See, a lot of times when people when people ask me for something, I almost feel obligated now. Like I almost feel as if this problem is my problem now. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like it's a reason you ask me. You know what I'm saying? And it's just I don't know, bro. It's just hot. Some people just ain't got nobody else to ask. Yeah. Still, it's a yeah. reason you ask me. You know, and I just, I just always felt like that, bro. Like, the people I love, especially, like, their problems become my problems. Like, I gotta, if I can help, I'm gonna help. Unless you, you know, burned your bridge with me and I know you's a fucked up person and I'm never gonna have it. Right, right. I'm never gonna have it. And that's fair. That's fair. You know? Yeah. I just feel like, man, whenever, whenever I, I borrow some money or borrow something from somebody, I'm gonna tell you full intentions Right then and there, look, man, I'm paying you back. This, this is when I'm paying you back. Blah blah blah, and that's what it is. I don't want, I don't want to have no hidden questions about yeah, it. Yeah. Like, and let's just keep it open. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That shit just makes shit awkward. Yeah. Cause motherfucker would not talk to you because they owe you some money. Yeah, that's crazy. You know what I mean? That's like, crazy. bro, I'm not even calling about that. Yeah. I'm trying to see what's up with this. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, you dodging me and it's. Yeah, it just makes shit real awkward, man. And then, and then you get shit like, "Oh man, that nigga tripping over a little twenty five dollars." But no, it's not the fact that I'm tripping over twenty five dollars. It's the fact that I could tell it's making our relationship different, nigga. I call yeah. you now, you're not answering my call. You're not coming around no more. Yeah. Like nah, you know what I'm saying. So now this is the point of, oh, what you just feel like you don't have to give it back. You like what it is. It's not about the twenty five dollars no yeah. more. It's more of a principle thing, now, right? You know, right. like. And that's why it's important to, to really just open up about it. Don't keep it. Just talk about it, bro. If you feeling a certain type of way, 
I know we men, right? Another man will never want to have to ask another man for money, yeah. right? Yeah. The fact of the matter is this life shit happens, all right? So I understand it's an ego and pride thing, but it's always better to just talk about it. And that's with anything. It ain't just about borrowing money. It's, about, it's with anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's that communication, bro. See, I feel like I feel like a lot of times us as men do put our pride in a way and we might not lean on our brother the way the way our brother would expect us to lean. You know, our yeah. brother be like, Man, you ain't even got to be going through that nigga, come holler at me, you know what I'm saying? I got you, it's good. That's yeah. that's all the love. And I feel like I always try to be that nigga, man. Yeah, and I feel like maybe we need to start utilizing all of our resources more. You know what I'm saying? Even if even if like you said, it's not about no money stuff, but if you know that somebody can help you better yourself. Yeah. Man, put your pride to the side. Just ask. Yeah. Just ask them. Just talk to them. Just have a conversation with them. Stop prejudging people. Stop, you know, telling yourself how it's going to go in your head already. Just go Just go do it. If it don't turn out right, all right, fuck it. But you yeah. never know what you might gain from sitting down with somebody that knows more than you about something that you're trying to do. Mm. You just never know. Right. It might be that one thing that you're missing that's just key. Right. Yeah. Yeah, man, you can't put a price tag on knowledge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just cannot, bro. Like, man, I'm telling you, bro, like it some people would pay money to be in rooms with certain people, and other people would be like, "Bro, you did what? Yeah. You paid money to but they don't yeah. understand that is yeah. this what you getting? You get knowledge. The game you You're can getting a wealth up. of knowledge. You know what I mean? So what you choose to do with that is your will. But, bro, I, it's important to just, to really just build up a database in your head, whether you're reading books, whether you studying anything. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's important to just work on your craft, man. You can never know too much, man. No. You can never know too much. And that's something nobody could take from you. You can go bankrupt. You could lose your house, you could lose your car, you could lose all of that. But the knowledge that you've acquired, yeah. nobody could take that from you. That's bro. right. Nobody. That's yeah. right. So, yeah, man, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to read more books. And, and I'm trying to experiment with different techniques like audio books, you know, maybe mm. when I'm taking a trip. Just listen to them. Or exercising yeah. or, you know, just shit like that. Yeah. Something to just keep my brain sharp. It frees you up to still soak the game, but you're not stuck holding something, and yeah, right. yeah, you can multitask. Yeah, yeah that's man. a good idea, man. Yeah, bro, for yeah. sure, man. Like, it's a lot of shit that we doing, shit that we doing right now. Like, most, the average person would be like, man, that shit sound boring as fuck, but at the end of the day, you don't care about how motherfucker, I don't care how motherfucker sound, I don't care how you look, I just care about the game that they giving me. Yeah, is you know it worth saying? it? And that's all that it's about. All that other shit don't even matter. Yeah. Like, that shit, no. No? Hey, man, let's talk, um, let's talk relationships, man. Okay. That's a little something new for the pod, you feel? Yeah, 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 man. But you know, it's 2021, and I feel like men and women have preconceived notions of what relationships are supposed to be. And I'm going to just say, I don't feel like there's no happily ever after and no relationship. I feel like each relationship is just genuine in its own. It's not, oh, if my relationship isn't this, then I'm not in a good relationship. Mm -hmm. You know? Right. I feel like 
when you decide to be in a relationship with somebody, you're accepting what this person is bringing to the table. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is that that person is bringing to the table has intrigued you, and you want to do something exclusive with this person. All right. Over time, things may change. Now it's like, oh, I see these people in this relationship, this how they live, and I want that for my relationship. Yeah, yeah. that's the number one mistake. Yeah. Number one mistake. Yeah. Because number one, you're so worried about somebody else's home, you won't even mm. see what's going on in your home. Mm-hmm. That is, bro, come on, relax. You know, that's why I don't I don't really be looking at, like, relationship goals and things like that. Like, I, I do see some people as relationship goals, yeah, but it's not the typical with everybody. It's not the money bag yo and Ari Fletcher or uh, Gucci Mane and Keisha K.O.R. Even though I do like them, you know what I'm saying? I do like Gucci and them relationship. I feel like they got a dope relationship. You know, they keep each other on their own square. Mm-hmm. They in shape. They don't do drugs and shit like that. You do drugs, hey, man, do you. You know what I'm saying? But as you get older, you're going to learn. You got to start taking care of your body. And I I got admiration for anybody out here who's taking care of their body, bro, who maintaining and, and setting an example. You know what I mean? But to me, relationship goals is communication. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, being able to let your ego out the way mm-hmm. and really just understand and love that person for everything that they are, bro. Like when I, when I'm with somebody, I really just want to see that side of them that nobody else gets to see. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. That vulnerability. Yeah. And the mm-hmm. side that you might think not cool, that might be the coolest thing about you to me. Yeah. So don't hide. Don't try to suppress that. You know what I'm saying? Trying to be what you think I want you to be. Or just trying to be what you see everybody else do. Just That's a relationship yourself. killer. You know? Yeah. So so what's some acceptable relationship goals? Acceptable relationship goals. For me, um, I know number one, like, hmm. I would probably say somebody who don't have drama. Mm-hmm. No drama. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, somebody who is... Who is uh, trying to better themselves every day, but at the same time holding me accountable to my bullshit? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people don't like that, and it sounds cool, but like I like I need that criticism, bro. It don't always feel good, but at the end of the day, yeah. that's what helps you get better. Helps you grow. Yeah, and uh, relationship goes somebody who wants something for themselves, just like I do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when we get in them environments, like I love to travel. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go. I don't want to travel somewhere with somebody to where they just want to be hugged up with me, and just want to cuddle all the time. That's cool, but I want them to be able to enjoy the things around us, just like I'm doing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Not just looking at it as a vacation, but yeah. just really being able to like take shit for what it is, and you know, uh, to me, the I think the TV shit is getting people fucked up, bro. Mm. I feel like the whole love and hip hop thing, the you know, people really think that's how people relationships are. People looking at celebrity relationships and they want that in their normal lives. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? I see a lot of women um rappers buy their girlfriends' cars and I see a lot of women post that 
as being relationship goals. Yeah. I don't necessarily feel like that should be a relationship goal for a woman. I feel like that should be a relationship goal for a nigga mm. to be able to buy his one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If, you, if you're in a relationship only because, oh, you want a nigga to buy you a car, I don't feel like you're in a relationship for the right reasons. Because if he can't buy you that car, if that man is never able to buy you that car, will you love him differently? Because he wasn't able to help you reach your relationship goal. That's a one-sided thing. That's yeah. a nigga buying you a car. But the things you said, like the communication and, you know, being able to hold someone accountable and have someone hold you accountable, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, because how else like, you going to um, grow? Yeah, yeah. So I think, I think those are more relationship goals, man. Like, not what y'all can do for one another financially, but maybe spiritually, mentally. Right. You know, the financial yes. shit, that's just a bonus, man. Yes, yes. That's just a bonus. It is, bro. I And I've seen the other way around, too. I've seen a female buy the nigga the car. Mm. This chick, uh, she a YouTuber. Her name, Queen, I think. Matter of fact, she do music now. Queen Nigel or some shit like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I seen she... Uh, she used to be with a nigga named Chris. I think it was her husband. Man, I heard that boy's the ultimate fuck boy, but carry on. <laughs> yeah? I'm curious, but... I don't really follow them. I just know who they are. Chris Sales or something like that? I guess he got like a crazy voice. You be like, yeah, man. You know? <laughs> That's how he talk. But, uh, but nah, I seen the first video I seen of them. Uh, she bought that nigga like a, a brand new Camaro and shit like that, mm. you know? So I was just looking at that and I was like, man, that's really cool because that's like the first video I seen of them. You know mm. what I mean? It was her gifting them the, the Camaro. And I'm like, man, that's like, that's super dope, bro. You know what I'm saying? And it's cool to be able to do that for your your significant other, but you don't have to. You don't have to be held to that. You know what I mean? That's cool. That's that's some big boy shit. But Yo. you shouldn't be out here trying to keep up with the Joneses, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. what's right for their situation may not be what's right for yours. And uh, I just feel like people just need to just really appreciate what they have, man. Like J. Cole say, love yours, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like when you meet that that right one, it sparks something in you to be the best you that yeah. you could be. Yeah. You know? And I feel like if you're putting yourself in a box or you're putting these restrictions on the type of people that you want to be with, you may be missing out on that true one. Yeah. That true one may not be If you're a... putting too much restriction, because you could have restrictions, that right? That standards. Yeah, you could have standards. standards. But you can't be out here just, oh, I don't like the way this nigga look. But, but when you say you, you can't, I'm not dating nobody that don't make a million dollars a year yeah, or yeah, half yeah, a million dollars a go. year. There you go. That nigga might not even have that in him to make that until he meets you. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? You might spark that in it. Yeah, man, I want, I, want, I want this. And then the nigga gonna go get it. Because, I mean, let's be honest, men go get what they really want. Real men really go get what they really want. Facts. Facts. Let me ask you this, bro, right? Since we're talking about relationships and the day-to-day in our age, mm-hmm. what is considered a bad bitch in your eyes? Bro, I don't... I think the internet has their standard of what, you know. Right, that's And it all, it all looks like, you know, they go to the same doctor and get the same lips, nose, eyes, yes. body, booty. You, you know what I'm How saying? How you feel about that? Because oh, now, because when you look at show business now, right, all these women, is most of I'm going to say 90% of them, is all the same. Yeah. Everybody, 
everybody got the fake bodies, mm. even the faces, I, even the noses think, and the cheeks. I think a true bad bitch, and I mean that in the most respectable way, is a woman who is just as sexy in her most natural form as she is when she's mm. dolled up. Okay. You feel me? And you can really tell that the makeup is... It's not even an enhancement, but that's just what she wants to look like. Because naturally, nigga, she's a... Yeah, she's a, a yeah. PYT, like Michael Jackson said. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. My idea of a bad bitch is not the same as everybody else. I'm not a big... I'm not a big fan of, like, the today's version of a bad bitch, which is the heavy makeup, the wigs, the fake bodies. I'm not really with that, bro. I'm more attracted to, like, the natural body fine women. Yeah. Um, The women who, like, could think for themselves. You know what I mean? That's not controlled by, like, all of these brands and... Instagram and what's people doing around them. Like, I don't know, man. I, to me, a bad bitch is just like somebody who's comfortable in their skin, but still bad while they doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Taking care of their home and shit. Not Photoshop, body sculpting, yeah. and heavy makeup and wigs. I don't really like that. You know what I see when I see that, bro? A lot of times when I see these women with a lot of makeup and a wig on, I don't think, oh, man, they look great. I be thinking like, damn. Insecurity. Not, not only that, I be like, man, how she look without this? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. sometimes you can see like. They be like shaping up their lips. I saw this one video, man, this chick made her chest look bigger. <sighs> Just angles and lighting and shading. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, nigga. Yeah, they got spanks. They got booty pads. They got all that. You know what I mean? So, you never but know, then, man. You take a bitch home and she got a fat ass. She might not have a fat ass when she take her clothes off, right? Like, it's just how it is, bro. But then the women be out there mad when they get hat fished by a nigga. <laughs> you know, I be right, seeing right. them talk yeah. about a nigga. You know, <laughs> man, hey, at least that nigga comfortable with himself. Uh, he just put a hat on, you know? Oh, man. Hey, man, you know, so It's I, different, <laughs> though. It's di You know, some niggas, though, some niggas will wear, like, a hat. Like, you never see a nigga without a hat. Shout out to the niggas be I know, I, I know you know some niggas. I know you know at least two <coughs> niggas that you never seen without a hat, period, in your life. Plies. <laughs> Plies, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Uh, man. Some niggas that you know in real life, though. Like, I, mm -hmm. I know one nigga in particular, I ain't gonna put him on blast, man. Love you, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? But, bro, this boy, I ain't see that boy without a hat since school. Damn. Since high school. Damn. Yes. Yeah. Um, it, it, you know, it's an insecurity, bro. It, it really is. Um, I just think as men, bro, that's such a small thing to worry about. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to just say this, bro. I know because y'all might have seen me with the hat on in a couple of podcasts because my shit wasn't, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, hey. I, I wear a hat every pot. You know what I'm saying? I, I walk around in public with my shit just napping, crappy all the time. Because, I mean, I don't give a fuck. I just put the hat on because, nigga, I'm on camera. <laughs> I, I got to at least try to look decent. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But, yeah. I mean, other than that, dog, like, 
what's the most a man is gonna do to look his best? Niggas is gonna go to the barbershop and get a haircut. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm bald headed, man. So look, I could just go shave my head in the bathroom. You feel me? <laughs> I ain't gotta worry about taking my head off when it come around a bitch. You know what I mean? But they got some niggas, man. They got they shit back here. You feel me? Uh, if I grew my shit back, my shit would be pushed back too. But I don't care. Yeah. I just don't. Yeah. What you gonna say? Oh, nigga, you bald. So? <laughs> so? I'm yeah. still doing what I'm doing out here. But. Man, it ain't stopped nothing. I ain't gonna lie. I've been seeing men doing shit like putting man weaves and shit yes, like that. That's, and, that's rampant out here. What's your thoughts on that? I would never in my fucking life <laughs> have somebody put some hair in my fucking head, my nigga. Never. You dig? Never. Yo. My dress could stay this short for the rest of my life. We ain't, we ain't add no hair to the mix, my nigga. It yo. ain't happening now, nah, bro. And it's not because... I mean, I don't know why. I don't know why your, your stance is that. But me, as a man, I just want my freedom to do what I want to do. I don't want to have to be going swimming. And I gotta worry about my hair falling, falling off. off, or like you know what I'm saying, leaning. Like look at Brian when he had his head man on. His, you know what I'm saying. Shit started. We gonna do that, bro. I, <laughs> hey, I, I'm just that, saying. Bro. That just goes to show you, no matter what level you on, no matter this how much money is you probably got, probably almost a billionaire and still yeah, tripping. You can't by do it. nothing man, about on, it, man. man. But with with Brian, you know everybody know that's something that he's. It's an insecurity of his, obviously. Mm -hmm. So. I guess he ain't ready for them jokes yet. Yeah. But, hey, yeah. man. There's two type of people out here. It's the niggas who get the hair unit. It's the niggas who... It's three types. It's the nigga that walk around with the backed up edge until they go bald. And it's the niggas who just say fucking go bald. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you got the shoe polish niggas. Oh, you got the spray on niggas. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, man. Hey. Yo, what, what kind of courage... Did it take for the barbers to implement this in their daily plans? Hey, dog, I remember. Because now it's a normal thing in a barbershop. Your it barber is. do that? No. <laughs> no. Let me tell you. My normal barber that I go to, which I go to the shops, if you from where I'm from, you know what the shops is. But would you Shout know if he did Fed it if Pat. you don't get it, though? You got you gonna know a nigga spraying your fucking head, bro. <laughs> like, let me no, but I'm saying if you not getting it, you don't need to spray on stuff. So no. you don't know if he doing it because he don't do it for you. You know what I'm saying? It, but Unless I, you see I've, him doing I've, I've actually seen him do it before, but oh. I haven't. I haven't seen him do it in a few years, so I don't. Yeah. Oh, he was been doing that. Yeah, man. Oh, shit. Yeah, let me tell you. A couple years ago, I moved to Arkansas, dog. The first time I went to Arkansas. You know, his barber may make you feel real comfortable, you know what I'm saying? The chair recline and shit like that. So, you know, I'm kind of laid back, though. I'm watching the TV next thing. You know, this nigga come with this little car and he got this. I'm like, whoa, what's he oh, doing? You know what I'm oh, saying? You about to, he about he to get like, oh, you lost? don't want the spray? I'm like, nah, bro, I don't want the spray, Ooh. my nigga, you know what I'm saying? What, you about to do your beard? Nah, my, my, my line, and you know what I'm saying? It's like he put the card on your skin so it don't get on your skin. Yeah, yeah. And then he spray like yeah. that. Nah, I'm straight. Like, Yo, your lining don't need that, though. So that, that that's laziness. That's laziness, bro. You know, niggas be trying to give you that extra sharpness, but then the niggas that's tell laziness. you, like, you can't wash your hair. Yeah, that's laziness, bro. You can't go in the rain. You know, the only time you're supposed to use that is when somebody's shit is, like, light. You know what I mean? If your shit not light, you don't need that. Nah, 
That's laziness. I think bro. he might have just done that to every customer, bro. Like I was, I was in Arkansas, though, bro. I mean, you know. I think that's laziness. If if somebody edge is perfectly intact, all it needs is a shape up. Yeah, man. It don't, I don't need no, no fucked up hairline. Shoe polish. My man was about to be out here like Carlos Booze. Can't, <laughs> can't do it, man. Shout out the booze. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, ain't nothing wrong with living in your truth, man. People just scared to get clowned, though. Um, but, hey, man, it is what it is. Yeah, bro, yeah. Um, I'm just talking about relationship advice, man. Shit. Yeah, yeah. What about friends of the opposite sex? Like. You going for that? No. I'm not going for that. It, you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. As a man, if I'm dealing with a chick and, and, and it's a new situation and she has this guy friend that just always been around but she swear they never slept together, blah, blah, blah. I might, I'm going to let her live at first just to see what type of relationship this really is. Mm-hmm. But coming from a man, I know how it is, right? Mm-hmm. Almost every every female friend I had, I didn't want to fuck, right? Most of them, yes. Most of them, I did. Alright? I did. I'm not saying if they would have, if I could have caught them at a moment where they would have gave it up, I would have took it. I'm not really saying that. I'm just saying, like, as a man, when we dealing with women, most of the times, because we want to fuck. I mean, let's be honest. You ain't really trying to be friends with somebody you ain't attracted to. They got a saying, a shoulder to cry on becomes a dick to ride on. Yes. Mm. And you might just be that consoling friend. You might look at yourself anyways as a guy, man. I'm a, I'm a hood Dr. Phil, you know what I'm saying? Get caught up in the moment. When you when you have some problems or whatever, you come talk to me. I'm going I'm to tell you what to do. You might be that dude that just give a game. And eventually, that might turn into something else. That might mm-hmm. be your end goal. Most mm-hmm. of the time, that's how it works. Mm-hmm. You know? But yeah. I don't know. I feel like I feel like sometimes women be trying to get men to just cut off all ties mm-hmm. to other women. Yeah. While they maintain these backdoor relationships. Mm. You know what I'm saying? With with some men that they might know. You know what I'm talking about? I'm not going for it, me. I'm not going for it. Cause if me. you if you gotta like what's the reasons? Why you gotta talk to this dude? You know what I'm saying? Like you got it, it's he he's the person you open up to. All right, if that's the case, why you can't open up to me? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's a problem. If that's really your friend, then he'll understand boundaries of your relationship. Yes. Or she, yes. right? If she's really your friend, she'll understand boundaries of the relationship without them having that's to be per- explained. That's the best way to put it, right there. Without bro. them having to be explained. Because if they're your friend and you lay them boundaries down, they're not gonna have a problem. With yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're going to respect you. If they see you happy, they're going to be like, shit, that's all they want for you. If if I'm your friend, all I want you to be is happy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even if, even if that happiness don't involve me. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just is what it is, but... Yeah, I, I I'm not really with that, bro. And, yeah, and, yeah. and, it, and I'm not just a person that just wanted my way. I agree with it. Like, I ain't, I ain't gonna be really cool with no bitches unless it's really business-wise. Like, yeah. it's not just gonna be, oh, we just texting all day, talking yeah. all day. Yeah. You know what I mean? We meeting up for coffee and lunch. Like, no, come on. Yeah. We meet up for coffee and lunch. Like, I'm 
I'm trying to knock them socks off. You hear me? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I ain't, I ain't with that, bro. And at the same time, I'm gonna reciprocate that same energy. Facts, I ain't, you got to. Yeah, and and that's that's what being in a relationship is all about. It's not about getting over on somebody, right? It's about giving out that energy and getting it back. Mm. Not 70, 30, not 60, 40. But we talking about 50, 50 love. Yeah. Yes, sir. I, I see some people say it ain't even 50, 50. It's 100, 100. Because you got to mm. put you got to put everything you got into it if you really want to make it work. Both of y'all need to be like putting that. everything into it. I like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, That's man, it's 100, right 100. Right? I like that. Yeah, if you really want to make it work, because... I don't know about y'all, but I don't be liking to put all this time in with one person and then I have to go restart with another person like that shit. Yeah. You know, man, that shit is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So. It is, man. Yeah. You know, and then how how do you feel about like people being like super open with their situations, like Facebook, putting it out there on Facebook, <sighs> and everything I, I like feel that. Like that shit be a flex a lot of the times. Yeah. Because. I see a lot of people, I feel like until you're married, you don't really need to be doing that shit. Because you never know what's going to happen. And I see a lot of people do a lot of posting, yeah. and then they got to go back and do a whole lot of deleting. Yes. You yes. dig? So, man, yeah, bro, look, don't get me um, wrong. There's occasions where it might call for it, but just for you to be old laying in the bed and you want to post a picture with you and your whatever. Yeah. If that's you, hey, go for it. I just don't do it. Look, man. If that's what makes you happy, go ahead and put it out in the world. Just don't be that motherfucking clown that's out there putting business out when shit ain't going your way. That shit, you're going to always look stupid. Yeah. Because I know a lot yeah. of people who got a lot of different relationships. And they they brag on them every time. Oh, I'm so in love. Yeah. Posting pictures. Mm -hmm. And every two weeks is a different person. Yeah. Man, sit your stupid ass and down. And when you when you put that stuff out there into the public, you make it subject for conversation. Yes. Don't get mad at nobody for talking about your shit, man. You put all that out there. You opening up for people to throw rocks at your throne, bro. And ain't nobody in your business. Facebook just shows this shit. I mean, yeah. we just see it. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. The climate out here is crazy, man. I I see small minded motherfuckers on my timeline be like, oh man, they don't. You know, they don't love their kid because they don't post them or they don't love their significant other because they don't post them. It just ain't... Some people just feel like it ain't for everybody to see. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how I feel personally. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, I, don't, I don't need y'all to be talking about me anyway. Yeah. If y'all talking about swag, I need y'all to be talking about Treehouse Collective. Yes, sir. Or Cajun Creole Cuisine, Yes, bitch. sir. You feel me? Shout out. I need you to be talking about having my family in your mouth. Wishing this and that on my family, my kids, none of that. That's for me and my family. It ain't for y'all. And the best thing you could do when you try to get into a relationship is find somebody like you, somebody like-minded, somebody whose interests are the same. Yeah. You know, somebody yeah, man, you can get aware along of with, man. Be aware of the motherfuckers who just want to, like, always take a picture and say, hey, we here. Or, like, you know what I'm saying? That type of shit, like, because... Somebody you got some chemistry with, man. They doing it for somebody else. They not doing it for themselves. Mm. Yeah. That shit never end well. Yeah. Yeah, find that find that person you got that chemistry with, bro. Yeah. And stick to them by any means, like James Harden did with Kevin Durant. Because mm. James Harden found a way to get back to Kevin Durant. Yeah. And yeah. as a game one, it's looking pretty goddamn good. Yeah, man, what's your thoughts on that? <sighs> 
I think um, because we seen them, we seen them go out there. They both drop big numbers. James Harden dropped the record, but the biggest uh, elephant in the room they didn't have. I was about to say Kanye, but they didn't have Kyrie. So I'm gonna put it to you like this: since we was just talking about relationships, I feel like Kyrie is watching Kevin Durant with his new significant other. His new bay. His new bay. And it's going to go one of two ways. Yeah. Either he's going to come back and they're going to all be happy together, or he's going to want a divorce. I keep wanting to call this dude Kanye. Kyrie. Why? Is it because of how he's acting? Yes. <laughs> and I love Kanye. Kanye is my favorite rapper of all you time. Yeah, he's my favorite rapper of all time, but Kyrie is spazzing, bro. Yeah, he's tripping, he's bro. He's spazzing. He's tripping. But, uh, yo, Kyrie, man. I hope he, I hope he opts out for the threesome, and not just get jealous and shit. Because one thing about these three, they all ISO centric players. Besides Durant, we seen Durant do it all. Yeah. Right. We seen James Harden Hard, do it all yeah, too. Yeah. I feel like something that they all have in common is they all high basketball IQ players, bro. So at the end of the day, I know KD and Harden, they will pass the ball. You know what I'm saying? I don't really want Harden. Passing it over passing, cause he probably gonna get he ain't gonna always get them type of turnovers cause he's still learning their timing yeah, and they, yeah. where where people like the ball at and everything. But uh I I, I think they they more high IQ players so they could just go with the flow. They just go with making the right play. You seen the other day like to win the game, Harden passed it to Durant with five seconds left. Durant took one dribble in the paint and dished it out to uh old boy for the three. And he hit the three. Mm. A random nigga. Mm. He ain't a random nigga. I don't remember that nigga name. I got you but, yeah. but yeah, just 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 shit like that though. Because I, I, a graphic I seen, bro, it was like the five highest players, um, highest usage rates in clutch time, mm. which is five or five points or less, um, with five minutes left or something. Yeah. Kyrie yeah. was number one. Yeah. Yeah. Kyrie, yeah. James Harden, Kevin Durant. I think James Harden was four. LeBron was five. Mm. But Kyrie was number one. Mm. I don't see Kyrie making that pass. Yeah. I'm not saying he not a passer because he do pass, but he not going to pass that in clutch time. Yeah. Nothing's wrong with that, but that's just not him. Yeah. That mentality. He Kobe wasn't passing it either. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He not passing it to Luke Walton, even though Luke Walton is a three-point three specialist. Yeah. He going up over two niggas. You know how many times Kobe practiced this shot? Fuck that. But I, you know that I, I think it's probably gonna work just cause of that. The only thing I'm kind of worried about is, uh, is is pretty much their defense, bro. Mm. You know, uh, we had two big nights by by Harden and Durant, and they only won by what seven points. Yeah. You know, so, and they played Orlando. Yeah. Which Orlando's not no scrubs. But they're not the top tier of the NBA. Yeah, because I, I, I mean, just watching that game, I seen uh, Vujicic, whatever his name was. He was Vucevic. Keep, <laughs> Vucevic. He was keeping them niggas in the game for sure. Yeah. That nigga was looking like Baby Joker out there, nigga. Mm. You hear me? Real talk. You seen the way that ball was out there shooting? Mm-mm, man, I didn't really get to bro. watch it all. All you lie. seen was it was a big nigga letting it fly, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about bottoms too, bro. Yeah. Man, I'm telling you, bro, look. Holding him in the game, bro, I really felt like he the one that held him in the game. You know, he was the one that was out there getting buckets whenever they needed him. 
And uh, ultimately, I feel like that's the thing that kept him in the game. But, uh, you know, their defense wasn't looking strong last night. The Nets, you know, which is what we kind of predicted. Just one game, you know, not even their whole squad. But, you know, I pay attention to things like that. You know, it's one part of the game I did see. Two things I noticed, right? I noticed how... Early on in the game, which we talked about it, having that many stars, you can kind of stagger them. They don't have to always play together. They did a good job at that, too, I felt. Yeah, I seen uh, Steve Nash did. He did do that. And then it was a moment in the game, man, where I seen, you remember I texted you and I told you, like, Durant killed more, right? Yeah, yeah. He was coming out. It might have been four or five straight possessions. He come down and made a basket. Right. And then it was one possession. I saw him come down, pass the ball to James Harden, and walk to the corner. Mm. Like, all right, bitch, it's your turn, nigga. Do it. You know what I'm saying? It was, yeah. it was closing moments of the game. James Harden drove, did what James Harden do. Nigga went to the free throw line. Right. You know what I'm saying? I like that. I like that. It shows that y'all can play together, man. It shows that they got good chemistry. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and more importantly, um, kind of what me and you was talking about with Kyrie and KD, um, how we felt like they wasn't, like, playing off each other enough. They wasn't really getting that two-man game going, that give and go, that pick and roll. Pick and pop. Yeah, I seen yeah. that a lot from Harden and, and Durant last yeah. night. And that's just good basketball. Though. <clears throat> yeah. That's just good basketball, man. That don't come with anything special. I mean, excuse me while I reach over the camera, but that just comes from knowing the game. Yeah, so overall, I feel like they're going to be all right, man. Uh, they can get their defense on point. I feel like their big three is all pretty much high IQ players. It's just going to come down to Kyrie and uh, – and what he got, you know, what he going to bring to the table, man. Is he going to barbecue? He going to mildew? Yeah, yeah. Is he going to bring positive vibes? Or He say he's all about positive vibes, so, hey, we're going to see. I wish them well, man. I wish them well. Um, Man, i like to take the time to shine a little spotlight on the youth football program out here in Opelousas, man. Um, okay. South Louisiana Pirates, man. You're looking for something fun and competitive for your son to do? Sign him up for trials with the South Louisiana Pirates. They're in Opelousas, but they accept kids from all surrounding areas. They do 5- and 6-year-old flag, 7- and 8-year-old, 9- and 10-year-old, 11- and 12-year-old, all contact. Contact Lee Isaac at 713-715-9114 or Kevin Johnson at 337-945-6821 or Jacoby and Ardoin at 337-305-1534. Yes, sir, man. Keep them kids in something positive, man. Yeah, man, got to. Shout out to the is. shout out to the pirates, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the boys say if you ain't down with them, you can walk the plank. That's their motto, man. <laughs> walk the plank. Yes, indeed. So I always had um some type of program I was in, man. AAU, you know, basketball was pretty much my whole childhood, like. Yeah. Right. But you know, you get you get all kind of role models doing that. You know what I'm saying? You get you get people, big brothers, you know what I'm saying? People who just genuinely look out for you, man. Shout out to Quentin Payne. He's one of them people. Um, yeah, man, you just meet some good people, though, man. You travel. You get to do what you love. Yeah. Everybody keep, ain't got that big brother. Keep you, know you out of trouble. Saying? All that yeah. father figure. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's important for us, man. You know what I mean? Um, just to be able to see that. I remember uh, bringing my little cousin to the boxing gym in, in Ace Town. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he used to box at the Charlotte Brothers Gym. Mm. It was Jamel Gym. And uh, 
You know, every day you pull up over there, you see that nigga Rolls Royce outside. You know what I'm saying? Just little shit like that. Like you see him. Yeah, you see him in there training. So you actually have an example that you can follow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like us out here, we from Louisiana. It's very few examples that we have that we can we can go and we can look at and we could be like, man, you know, that's that's what I need to do in order to get where I need to go. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that's important, man, for to inspire the kids and you know let them know that everything is possible, man. Yeah, you shouldn't yeah. limit yourself. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, man. You, that's what you'd it's be about. You'd removing be su- all limits. Yeah, you'd be surprised at shit that will motivate a motherfucker. For mm-hmm. real. Yes, yeah. indeed, boss man. So back to the show at hand, my brother. Um, we talked about relationships, relationship advice, man. You know, we talked about communicating and all of that. Let's get into some entertainment shit, man. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, wild fan Lucci, man. Mm. They picked him up on some murder charges, man. Yeah. Now, allegedly, from what I heard or read, was he pushed a nigga out the car. They went and done a drive-by on somebody, and I'm assuming the niggas they did the drive-by on shot back and hit the nigga, and I guess he just pushed him out the car nigga, and that's what I got from it. I don't know how true it is. Yeah, that's what, and we don't know if Lucci pushed him out. That's what reports saying he was in the car. Um, yeah, if that's true, that's disgusting, bro. You know what I mean? If you my brother, you my dog, and we riding together, and some shit happened, like. Yeah. Don't just push me out the car. Yeah. At least call me an ambulance and ride the fuck out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, you already dead, though, man. My I nigga just... is fighting for his life, and you pushing him out the car. And seen... trying to hold on while he fighting for his life. They, the lady who called 911 broke it down. And oh, shit. damn, bro. She, she basically said, like, she seen that nigga fighting for his last breath and shit. Damn, bro. That seemed like some movie shit, some power shit or something, you know what I'm saying? I just feel like if you Lucci, man, like, you in a pretty good position at life compared to where you came from, so, man, you should be moving a little better, man. I, uh-huh. That's the thing about these gangster rappers, man. Let me ask you this, bro, because mm-hmm. this is what I see a lot in 2020. A lot of rappers got murdered, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, do you feel like rap is really the, one of the most dangerous jobs? Or do you feel like m- most of that is happening to people who kind of like putting that energy out in the universe? Yeah, I feel like most of that is happening to people who just don't move well. Yeah. You know? Or who just putting that out, putting it in the universe, right? You don't you don't see that shit happening to Lil Uzi Vert. Right, but Chance, yeah. the rapper, but J. Cole. But might talk about riding with a stick or something. You yeah, know what I'm saying? yeah. But see, he, he just moves well. Yeah, yeah. He carries himself like a superstar is supposed to carry himself and not how a nigga from 3rd Street is. You know what I'm saying? Like, Here's the thing. If you rapping about sticks, you rapping about killing niggas, and you rapping about fuck a nigga dead homie, you can't cry and be like, oh, yeah. man, these niggas is... Targeting us, yeah. bro. Yeah. You a menace too. So what come with it? That's why I don't see the point. There's no ending to that, bro. Yeah. The only end is motherfuckers get off the bullshit and get on some real shit. To me, that ain't no real shit. Nah, man. You know what I'm saying? It's to me because you putting 
most of the people you putting on the act, bro. The real gangster niggas, they don't really be doing that shit in public like that. Yeah. So you really putting on an act. So sooner or later, somebody going to pull your card. It ain't no reason why you really need to be fighting in 2020, 2021. Yeah. Come on, man. And if you out there saying you just, you fighting, fighting, that shit ain't adding up, man. Where you fighting at? Because niggas ain't really fighting no more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just, I would much rather niggas punch it out. Then shoot it out. Yeah. But that ain't happening, bro. Everybody get to go back home, you know. Go back ain't to got their to mourn nobody. I just think niggas don't niggas can't take L's no more. Nah, man. It's 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 wild out here, bro. That whole gangster shit, like, bro, where does that get you? You wanna be the hardest nigga in the room? Hmm. Or you wanna just... be the richest nigga in the room? Yo, listen. I could be with one of the most gangstest motherfuckers sitting down right now. Y'all never even know it. You know why? Because it ain't about that. It just ain't about that, bro. Relax. Relax, man. You ain't got the... Going to jail ain't cool, bro. It's not. It's not cool at all. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers be really like using that as a thing where it's like a ploy where oh man I went to jail I did this I did that you know what I'm saying the the industry is fucked up though cause it's it's almost like your stamp of approval because you you're talking about all of this this gangster stuff that you're doing right that's exactly what it's like and then the moment you get into some trouble then it's like oh shit like they really like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. And, and then like, yo, I I don't know, man. It's just it just really seemed like people just really doing what they see other people doing. Like, you really having a campaign calling like calling somebody a snitch or something like, bro, you got caught, bro. You know what I'm saying? I don't care what happened, bro. You didn't move right. Yeah. It's not they fault, just they fault. You got to take some type of onus in it. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? I just really feel like, man, that shit is just clown shit. Yeah. Clown shit. This whole clout thing, bro, it's just, it's wild out here. And it was always like this, yeah, it's just now it's different because it's a new age. But I feel like we in an era now where a nigga could do something legal and live better than a drug dealer can. You know what Facts. I'm saying? To a drug dealer, it's not that dream occupation no more. It's, it's not, not. It's not, oh, nigga, I get all of this freedom and all of this money. There's multiple other things you could do to provide you with that type of freedom and that type of money, and you ain't got to worry about being locked up for it or a nigga trying to come get it from you. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, Yo, you could you be know. making all the money in the world as a drug dealer. It's one thing that you're not going to have, and I promise you, and that's going to be peace of mind. Mm-hmm. You're never going to have it. Never. So I don't give a damn If you got cops in your back pocket They ain't always gonna be in your back pocket You know what I'm saying It's somebody that's going on with your guy man And they'll do anything to come get it Right So Yo that ain't the wave man And and you know even with like power bro I know you're a big fan of power They Mm -hmm. really glorify that shit Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying And that's just the wave now But that's entertainment 
and a lot of people like that's even even us as 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 fans of music we look at excuse me these tough guys is is really entertainment and we let them sell us whatever story it is until we get confirmation or denial that they really like that mm-hmm. you know and we want to see it that's why that's why people watch power so much that's why people watch that's why people play like grand theft auto and shit like that yeah. cuz it it gives you the opportunity to see and do that stuff without being in real trouble about it you know right, what i'm right. saying but that shit not meant for the the real world everyday people you know what i'm saying we got to live better i think do better people everybody don't get that Saying. And there's a lot of people out here on social media. They really just be putting a facade and making it look like they lives, and people really think that that's really them, and they try to emulate that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like some people will go the the furthest lengths and wearing all fake shit just so they could look like they wearing all designer. Yeah. To me, that shit corny. Facts. You could do what you want to do, you know what I'm saying? But I just feel like you're faking it. You're not being true to yourself. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you're doing, it, the you're doing it for other people. So if you're doing it for a check, all right, that's one thing. But if you just... Oh. So I, I just feel like everybody should just be themselves, man. I feel like it would be a better world. You know, all this gangster shit is really just don't be about nothing, for real. Like It's really just about egos and shit. Yeah. Everybody be dying because of their ego. That shit's sad. That shit's stupid. That shit dumb as fuck. I got kids, boy. Yeah, I'm a very open-minded person, man. Anybody got a problem with me, man, we can talk it out. Unless you don't want to talk it out. I always want to talk it out. I don't give a fuck what you think. You hear me? I always want to talk it out. I got kids, motherfucker. That don't mean I'm pussy. That Most just means are resolvable. That just mean I really just don't want to take it there, bro. Right? If you know you, and you know like, bro, you just sometimes you just don't want to take it there, bro. It ain't yeah. worth it. Not everything needs a reaction, though, man, and that comes with maturity. Right. That also comes with not caring what people think. You know. I used to be real angry back in the days, bro. Hmm. Yeah. But you know what it really stemmed from? What was that? My insecurities. Yeah. It really did. I was like, I was that standoffish, quiet dude. Yeah. And I wouldn't really say much. And in, in reaction to that, people wouldn't really talk to me like that, you know? Or they'll look at me as like unpro- unapproachable, mm. you know? And, and it was really like a protection barrier I was setting around myself. You can't clown with me. Like, I still feel like that, but you can't. You can't just climb openly climb with me if I don't know you like that. You yeah. can't like I'm not going for it. But I used to be I used to be really ready to pop off a lot faster. Now I understand that I'm giving people control of me. You know what I'm saying? If they if they willingly trying to piss me off and I'm letting them, they got control of me. And I'm a man, bro. I don't yo, I'm not gonna move when you say move, my nigga. I'm gonna move when I wanna move. You know what I mean? It's like a black person calling me nigger. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't gonna punch in your shit right there. I might. I might, but... I might. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, I might. (laughs) But the moral of the story is, I'm not gonna let you, like Gates said it best, I'm not gonna let you trick me out of my position. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
I'm gonna make yeah. a well calculated decision. You might get your ass beat at the end of the day, but hey, man, I, it's gonna be on my terms. It ain't gonna be just because you called me a nigga. You know, earlier we were talking about making good decisions, and one of the things I said, you know, if you're comfortable with the consequences or the outcome of the decision you made, I would be perfectly comfortable with whatever outcome happened about me punching somebody in the mouth that yeah. called me a nigga. Right. I, whatever, yeah, I'm cool. Whatever we gotta do, I'm straight. Yeah. I feel a whole lot better now. I tell you that. Yeah. Like, hey man, I don't have that anger in me no more. It's been released. <laughs> like, yeah. I just, I just, man, I, I've had anger issues as a kid, as a youngin, growing up, and uh, I've learned. All right, you might be mad, and you might punch this or do this, make this decision, but you are gonna have to live with that decision, even when mm -hmm. you ain't mad no more. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good weed, man. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Don't hit this shit. You seem to be having some, a lot of good weed lately, man. Hey, man, if you know me, you know this. Yeah. I'm talking about some, some good shit, you feel me? You could put me in the room with the world's top drug dealers, and I'll have top three weed in the room Ooh. every time. Facts. Big old facts. That's a big statement right there. Hey man, I stand on everything I say. Hey, man, you know what? Right now, I'm a realist, bro. I can't deny it. <laughs> I can't deny it. I didn't smoke, smoke trees out of dispensaries, everything, off the streets, all that. This, this really hold up to, you know what I'm saying? Appreciate you, man. Yeah. Appreciate you. Um, speaking of somebody I appreciate, man, shout out to my nigga Christian, bro. Um, as y'all can see, we in Six Star Studios, which this whole building has been wired by Constant Surge Electric. For all your electrical needs, from changing a receptacle to wiring up your whole damn house, go to my go-to guy, Christian Bryant Suit. Y'all know him. Call him, 337-290-6667, man. Get you a quote today. I promise you that boy going to hook you up, man. I promise you he's going to have you right. Hey, man, shout out to my nigga Soup, man. Yes, sir. My nigga Christian, the electrician, man. Mm -hmm. Real jack of all trades, bro. Mm -hmm. Feel me? Hell yeah, man. Um, real shit, man. I also want to give a shout out to my nigga Cam, man. You know what I'm saying? My nigga Cam ride with the, the sea moss and everything. Yes, Elderberry syrup. What up, Cam? I really, uh, I really like what that nigga doing as far as... The whole health and spirituality thing, I feel like that shit is real important. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I know Cam personally, man. Me and him, we both went to we went to catechism together. We both grew up in the Catholic household, mm. and we both on our spiritual journeys right now. And uh, just happy to see that, man. Love, I love what you're doing, brother. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, that weed making me rather hungry. I ain't gonna lie. I wish I had some. Uh... You got the munchies? Yeah, man. I wish I had some Lucy Sweets and catering right now, man. Oh, my God. Lucy Sweets and catering? Yeah, bro, I'm going to put you on. That sounds so familiar. I'm going to put you on. I'm going to send you a page. You got to check it out. I'm talking about cookies, cakes, pies. Out? Oh, my. From yeah. that out? Okay. Yeah. Meals. Lobster tails. Who be cooking in that out, man? Let's you. talk about it. You. Besides me. I don't I, sell no plates. Hey, I, ain't gonna lie. I ain't going to lie. The only real person I know. Is Lucy. Lucy, okay. And I'll vouch for Lucy, oh, who is man. that? I'm trying to think. I, hey, man. I feel like I've seen, I've seen a fly yard graphic. Yeah. You might you know have on Facebook, yeah. Yeah. 
Wow, okay. I know uh who be cooking out there in that out, man? Who be who be who be whipping like down? like professionally, like to, to just be to just sell like because like, you know everybody be hustling, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause this is the thing about Appaloosa, bro. Everybody could cook in this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You hear me? Everybody. Mm-hmm. But this is the thing. Everybody could cook, but you can't go places and really get a home cooked meal. Because mm. all, all they really got is Burger King, McDonald's, Wendy's, mm. Pizza Hut. joints. Yeah, like, you can't really go nowhere and get some good rice and gravy. Am I lying? Am I lying, gang? You know. You know what I'm saying? Or, you what? know, shout out to Kobe's. You know, they got the Kobe's okay. restaurant. Okay. Yeah, they got so Kobe's. That's how you talking soul food type shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else that is, man? Pearl's Kitchen. Pearl's, okay. They got, that's about the only two spots I could think of. But if you weigh on on the side of town with the restaurants, fast foods and shit, that's kind of that's on the other side of town, bro. You know, it's it's, it's minimal soul food spots, man. Hey, real minimal. shit. Um, yeah. it is, bro, cause everybody cooks here. Yeah. But I can't really go nowhere and get a good gumbo. Yeah. Or some rice dressing. Yeah. You know, like that. Hey, what's up with y'all in OP, man? If only y'all niggas be taking the easy way out or what, man? If only we could have a Cajun Creole cuisine spot we could pull up to. Yeah, man. Hey, that you know what, man? Be the life I might be, I might be working on a food truck. It just depends on how fast we blow up because if yeah. we really blow up really quick, I'm not getting a food truck. <laughs> I'm gonna do some pop up kitchens and cook when I want to cook, but I'm not getting a food truck if we blow up too quick. But I, I really want to just bring some of my recipes and flavors to, you know, just the world. Not even where I'm from and where I'm living at right now. I really just want to bring it to the world, bro. It's it's a it's a universal flavor. And like traveling, the little bit of travels I've done. Yeah. Yo, we Louisiana is like top three on that food list, bro. Uh-huh. It, it's a lot of it's always replicated, but never duplicated. Or however you say that. You know what I'm saying? Often imitated, never duplicated. Hey, there we go. But there we when, go. Whenever I go places, man, and people find out I'm from Louisiana, first of all, they always assume I'm from New Orleans from yes. whatever reason. Yes. Like, that's the only place in Louisiana. But <laughs> the first thing they want to do, talk about food. You know, like, that's the icebreaker for them. Like, Gumbo, talk about crawfish. Food. Yeah, yeah. So it's true, man. That's 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 what we do out here in Louisiana. We cook. That's our culture. We cook. We drink. We have a good time. We let the good times roll. You feel me? Les le bon temps roule, motherfucker. That's just what we do out here, you know. So, hey, man, I just want to give a shout out to everybody that's out here in surrounding areas who, you know, Instagram chefs or who really just yeah. um, selling plates, man, just hustling. Especially in the pandemic, man. Shout out to y'all, man. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of creative stuff on my timeline. And, mm-hmm. You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm glad everybody going out and get it. And I hope, it's, it's enough money out here for everybody to eat. I hope everybody prospers and, yep. you know, shit like that. Man. Continue setting y'all goals and continue knocking them bitches out, man. Correct. Because I know we will, man. We got a lot of shit that we want to do this year. And shit, we going to make sure we get every last thing done. Yeah, man. The, the key is just being consistent, baby. Yeah. You know, yeah. just being consistent and uh, doing something you love, man. We love, I love to be here with my brother, my brother Giwi, you know what I'm saying? Even if it's not behind the camera. Like, this yeah. is what we've been doing for over a decade. Yeah. 
you know. So this is why this is what we love to do, man. We love to be here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the fact that we setting ourselves up to to really change our lives behind this shit, man, it's just that much more beautiful. And I hope people could really like see it as inspiration, bro. Yeah, yeah. You only get out what you put into it, man. And we've been putting a lot into it. Yeah. So if you're not getting the results that you want, check the work that you're doing. Correct. Correct. And make sure you're doing everything in your power to make sure you're successful. Like, sometimes you're just not doing enough. Or sometimes you're not thinking about something in the right way. Sometimes you might need to think about it looking at this way rather than that way. You know what I'm saying? And that might make the world a different. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you're not opening up asking people their opinions you just going off your opinion maybe you're not comfortable uh with somebody giving you criticism you're never gonna make it that way no because it ain't about you man. No. you know what i'm saying um and that's just real shit man you gotta go the extra mile bro that's what we trying to do right now you know yeah quick little nba tip before we roll out of here man um you know my lakers been looking pretty good man you know so i had to Got this old LeBron jersey, man. That thing nice right there. I like that. Thank you, man. I like that. You know, I think we were 11 and 3 right now or something like that. Mm. I know it's early in the season, oh, but it's always good when you when you, when you see your team fresh off a championship run, continue success. You know, right. so shout out to LeBron, man. Like, if you know me. You know I'm a huge LeBron fan, bro. Like LeBron James of the game, all of that, man. You know, but yeah. Yeah, my man dropped LeBron James of the game about <sighs> 10, 12 years ago. Yeah, man. And uh, it was a classic, and that's when LeBron was in Cleveland the first time, I believe. And then that nigga switched and went to Miami. And he went to Miami, and he went back. I had to all Cleveland. of these CDs printed up with these Cleveland jerseys. All <laughs> of that nigga switched and went to Miami, know. nigga. <laughs> Yeah, but Next shit. thing you know, he in South Beach. But uh, yeah. yo, LeBron is is LeBron is somebody who is like super. I mean, look at his stature and shit. You know what I mean? He's he's just a fucking he's a freak. But at the same time, you see the work that he put in. Yeah, you know, LeBron wouldn't have had this type of longevity without really taking his career serious, spending the money on his body, and and uh, really putting in the work, man. So. LeBron I, I is basketball greatness, man. No matter who you want to compare him to, it's not even worth it. They're all great in their own rights, bro. You can clearly see LeBron is basketball royalty. Yo, doing he one of the men. Doing what he's doing in the 18th season. Yo, 18, I bro. I don't know. I'm not going to say this never going to be done again, but, man. Boy, I've been in the NBA half his life. Yes. Yes. Boy, I've been having the spotlight on him for more than half his that's life. That's the man. biggest thing, the pressure. The pressure thing. Yo, that's one thing y'all can't say about my boy Brian. We really need to mute that TV. <laughs> but, uh. <laughs> oh, damn. We, been, hey, we got the game playing in the background, man. But, but, shit. Hey, with LeBron, though, hey, I'm not going to lie. He a nigga that, uh. You just got you gotta give it up to man. You gotta respect him, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be that nigga. Shout out to Brian, man. Um, Brian has led several teams to the promised land. You know, he's reached unreachable heights. You know. Yeah, yeah. man. I don't know if it's ever gonna be reached again in our time, in our lifetime either. You know. So, 
Shout out to LeBron. Just like I want to give a shout out to Six Star Studios for sponsoring the sound. Yes, sir. And everything else. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Cajun Creole Cuisine. You know what I'm saying? For everything they do. You feel me? Yes, sir. Shout out to my CV niggas. You know what I'm you saying? Know. What up, True? See, yep. the people can't see this, but we had to take a little intermission earlier, man. And earlier in the intermission, I, I went that. back to recording goddamn session in this motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Went back to record my song in this bitch. You know what I'm talking about? Right. Yeah, man. So, shout out to us for doing what the fuck we do. Shout out to y'all for letting us do what the fuck we do. Yes. And thank y'all for tuning in. Man. Yes, man. Shout out to our listeners. You know what I'm saying? On all DSP. Shout out to our motherfucking viewership. Shout out to the camera for dying. But we at the end of this bitch anyway. So, it don't even motherfucking matter. Yes, sir. Hey, man. Shit, we gonna always have some dying on us, man. When we first started the pod, the lights was dying at the end of that bitch. Now we got but the we camera upgraded. dying. You know what I'm saying? Uh, man, but guess now what? Oh, we, we keep getting better. We just keep getting better. It don't matter. You feel like, me? Like a fine wine. Yeah, yeah man. man. So, hey, man. My name's Swag Davenport. I'm Six Star Giwi. We love y'all, man. Thank y'all. Till next time. Mm.